Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Patrick. Yes, Joseph. Why why are the why is the tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday instead of the traditional way? Uh, they had to uh, wait a couple of days to see who passed COVID protocol. Oh. Uh, usually they have games on Tuesday and Wednesday, I believe, the uh, the games in Dayton, Ohio. But they, what they gave everybody till midnight Tuesday to tell them they wouldn't be able to play because of uh, COVID, and then that kind of pushed everything back, and that kind of pushed into the territory of the women's basketball tournament because they used to have Monday to themselves, and now they don't. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, that that it got pushed back a day because of the, the COVID, waiting waiting to see. I think everyone had to pass COVID for seven days before they uh, could actually come to Indianapolis and come to Indiana to get inside the (laughs) mini bubble, which isn't really a bubble. Will that be true this weekend, too, then? It'll be uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're pushed back. Yeah, right. I, I think they are. We could be. We could be pushed back with no Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. As we record this, the overrated Big Ten, which had nine teams, uh, is lost seven. Iowa got humiliated today by Oregon. Gave up a, almost a hundred. They don't guard anybody. And uh, the Big Ten's over seven. They have uh, Maryland and Michigan left. Uh, later today uh, when we're recording this and uh, it would be hysterical if they got to the Sweet 16 and there was no Big Ten teams in it. What a puke they have taken here in the, uh, the, the beyond Wisconsin beating North Carolina bad in the first game there's been no moments of glory for the Big Ten in this tournament. Right. I'm leading the uh, uh Family and extended uh, friends. Uh, it's called the f- uh, Fried Chicken Challenge. I'm, I'm yes. leading. I'm leading for no reason at all that I can give you. You've eaten the most wings during the tournament? <laughs> no. Well, probably because you didn't pick all the Big Ten teams like everybody else did. You, uh, Plus, you I picked Loyola. Play. I got Loyola going along. Well, yes. Yeah. They, they not only beat Illinois, they handled them. Yes, they, they did. They they guarded the hell out of them, and those four Illinois lads, used to the soft, overrated Big Ten, didn't know what to do with actual defense. That was uh, a guy that uh, a lot of people were talking about as uh, being a hot candidate for the Gophers, Porter Moser. But, uh, but what are we laughing about here? 
you're you're do, you're doing the Star Wars thing again with your voice, but it just comes in and out. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, should we take out the earphones per chance? No, that we're might, we're okay. Uh, we're okay. Pat, I I've talked to okay. people who think Porter Mosier is the best coach in this tournament. I wouldn't be surprised if he is, but mm-hmm. uh, I think he's also gotten out of the Gophers' price range. Indiana probably hire him now. Indiana is willing to pay a coach to ten million dollars to leave. You can imagine they're going to pay wow. a new one more to come than the uh, Gophers uh, will. I think don't, you Gophers think will don't you think Coyle will? Don't don't you think Coyle will face intense pressure to hire an African American? I think uh, I heard that from someone. It's a very secondhand source, but I heard that. Uh, what's the gal's name? Joan Gable, right? Yep, Isn't yep. that the president of the university? Yes. That the Star Tribune's long story on that topic a couple of Sundays ago, uh, Megan Ryan did it about the lack of uh, having uh, no black coaches, head coaches, and uh, not very much in the administration caught her attention and that she has imposed herself into this search. So we'll find mm-hmm. out. All right. Now, the great Doogie reports that they have interviewed Ben Jacobson, who's at Northern Iowa which would be a perfect golfer hire because he hasn't, uh, his last two or three years have been much worse than his previous ones. They've kind of gone to mediocre here. So let's get him while he's cold instead of get him while he's hot. <laughs> That's, yeah. That would be a, that would be a great, that would be a, yes, you wouldn't have to pay him less. I don't think you'll get the job though. Uh, but my theory is if you don't get Porter Moser or if you don't get Eric Musselman, it really doesn't make any difference. Then you're, th- these are the two guys that can come in, uh, build some excitement, and for sure, if you get Eric Musselman, you're going to win. Now, PJ might have to move over in the attention department a little <laughs> bit, and Eric's Eric's a live wire to say the least. But since he got into the college game, he shows up. Programs are mediocre; they win immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to get Ar- Arkansas, in all likelihood, he's going to have Arkansas in a regional final here this week. So, uh, you know, but he would have to be tremendously loyal to his daddy's old college because Arkansas will uh, pay a lot more money to keep him than Minnesota will pay to bring him in. But, Doesn't he also have a pretty big buyout at Arkansas, did I read? Yes, although I think if they wait till May first, it goes down substantially. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, as I said, I there, it's really logic says he's not coming back here if he's. And you know, I know Eric fairly well. I knew Dad really well, and as much as Dad uh, loved coaching basketball and uh, came back to Minnesota, you know basically put the Gophers on the map in 71 for good reasons and bad. And then uh, the Timberwolves came back there. Dad also had a fondness for money. So uh, <laughs> I I don't think Eric's going to come here and take a big cut just because he uh, loves Caillou Ma or right. anything. So, right. But, man, that he's, he knows what it takes to win. He gets himself some athletes and – he doesn't take them out to dinner. He uh, gets them. To, he gets them. He gives them a view of a future in the NBA and places like that. If they just listen to what he's telling them, so. he's still only fifty-six years old. I just looked up his page. I thought he was older than that because he's been at it for a long time, coaching. 
Yeah, well, didn't uh, Danny used to have him out there twirling the ball once in a while? He'd slip in the the uh, the later on, you know, later on in years, and then he was here one year as a Bill's second year with the Timberwolves. He told me the best uh, story about it, one of the best stories about his old man. Uh, the the Wolves were getting mad at uh, at Bill his second year because he had a Number one draft choice named Gerald Glass, who was their second number one pick that year, second year. And he basically hated him. <laughs> he couldn't stand him. He wouldn't play defense. And once in a while, he'd get in the second half of the game and scored 25 points and people would get excited. But Bill, <laughs> Bill he didn't play defense. He didn't pass. He didn't, Bill just drove Bill crazy. So he got called up to the office by Marv and Stein and, and I don't, if Harvey was there, he didn't say anything, but got called up the office and they demanded that he play Gerald Glass and, uh, you know, that night's game. And Bill came back down to the office and said, oh, what'd, they, what'd they say, Dad? And he said, they said I have to play Gerald Glass. And he said, what are you going to do? He's going to he said, I'm going to play the guys that give us a chance to win. <laughs> Gerald Glass, zero minutes that night. And uh, so, uh, and that's what he, and then he called out Marv, basically called out Marv at the pre, post-game press conference. And that was the, that was the end of the end for him right then. He coached the rest of the season, but yeah, he's going to be gone, but uh uh, that was that was Dan's approach, and I don't think Eric fell far from the tree there as far as coaching is concerned. Well, as far as the Timberwolves are concerned, is we're going to play the guys that give us the best chance to do what? Because nobody's still number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot threes, whether we make them or miss them. Yeah. So we're giving them the best chance. Hey, they're uh, they got a little life in them lately, though. I mean, they're you know they what they were. Before the other, I think they're three and three since the All Star game, and they had a couple of games where they uh, looked pretty dang good. So. And Ant is anyway. going to be a star. That kid is fun to watch play. The rookie. Ah, uh, Ant. Don't you, <laughs> don't you like the fact that everyone who calls uh, everyone named Anthony now, Joe, is yeah. now Ant. That's Ant. their nickname. If yeah, you're okay. Anthony, you're now Ant. If you're a basketball player in the entertainment that. business or what something. What happened to Tony? Uh, What's you know? I don't know. Tony is done. Yeah. The Tony got taken out of the out of the uh, mix. You're now Ant. It took me forever to figure out why is he called Ant. And they said, somebody finally says, well, dummy, those are his first three letters of his name. Well, and Rook, you've got your sisters, you know, Aunt Teresa. You've got all yeah, sorts of aunts Aunt in Maria, your family. I mean, the whole, you know, the whole thing. And they're not even named Anthony. Yeah. Have, you, have we ever settled on a real pronunciation of that? Is it aunt or aunt? Depends whether you're not, you're from Murray County. Yeah, well, we were. I'm, I'm an ant guy. I'm an ant guy. I'm not an ant aunt. guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm an ant Peggy, Ant yeah. Helen, but aunt I, once in a while, I have once in a while have been corrected on that. Was Aunt uh, Peggy the one that you bought the vehicle from with the cherry bomb? Was that Aunt, aunt Peggy's ride? No, no, no. Those are two different cars. Oh, okay. The, uh, I, the first car I ever owned was Aunt Peggy's Chevy, which was a. Uh, 1950, one of those 53 or 4 Chevys yep. that you didn't even need a key to start, remember? 
could just turn them. <laughs> I mean, a key, you could unlock the door with the key and stuff. But if you wanted, if you forgot the key, you just turned the thing and started it. Great car. But I had, I basically totaled it three times in accidents and would take it out to this guy in the country and would piece it back together. And it, we paid it with a broom. The last, the last time it was like, no, no, really paid it with a He'd, he'd redo the whole car for like 120 bucks after you totaled it. He'd drive it more. And that's the famous car where the, my brother started it. And the, as I call it, the propeller. What is it? <laughs> the, propeller. the fan. The, the fan blade. The fan. Not a one of the blades. <laughs> one of the, we're sitting down, down in front of the bar. My brother turns it on, and the blade goes through the hood of the car. It goes, goes 120 feet in the air. It looked like Sputnik. We're up there looking at it. It comes clanging down. Oh, my God. The propeller. So we drove that one. We just drove it with the hole in the hood. Why not? Was, Why not? Right. Mm-hmm. He was only going to charge you 60 to fix the the hood. You know, it wasn't finally, she gave up the ghost. But after having oh. Aunt, Aunt Peggy's car, which was great, I bought a four, a yellow Ford Fairlane. Might have been the worst piece of crap car ever invented by Detroit. Yeah. It was brutal. It was. It had a heat. It had an overheating problem as far as the electrical system. Yeah. So if you were driving, if you were driving it at night, the lights would go off. So you'd have to pull off the road for about ten minutes and let it cool off. <laughs> then you could drive for another twenty minutes. <laughs> but that's the one where my buddy was walking down the street oh my and I had a cherry bomb. It was the 4th of July or close to that. And I was going to, hey, and I threw it and the window was rolled up <laughs> and it went in the back seat and we drove around. And I had, I had Jim was, Jim was bored by then. That's how mature I was. Great prankery uh, with your kid in the car. Yeah. No, he wasn't in the oh, car okay. then. Hey, Jim. But later, just... he basically, instead of having a car seat, we just sat him in the hole. Boy, was that a rotten car. What year was it? Do you remember? Oh, God. Well, it was in the, was it it the 60s vintage? Early, early 60s, yeah. Early. Yeah. It, it couldn't have been. <sighs> Because I had to buy it in about 66 or so, but it sure as hell wasn't new because I couldn't afford anything new. That was for sure. So I don't know what a terrible car that was. The propeller. The propeller. Boom. I can still see Michael looking up in the air with that bad eye. <laughs> I hope I hope this one doesn't come down and hit me the other eye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that was funny. And then the one with the lights are going to go out. You got somebody tapping you in the back going, you got about seven more minutes before those lights go out again, <laughs> yeah. so let's find the good Keep spot. Keep time out here. <laughs> yes. oh, what a crap car. You know, Joe, you know this better than I do. It's it's amazing the, the quality of vehicles they sell us now <laughs> compared oh, to the incredible. Bay, basically, the plan back then was, you had to get another car within four years because yeah. this thing was going to everything going to rust out. It was going to fall apart. It was they sold crap. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, and now they 
you know, they sell good cars now. Man, well, they, you- the, the, the competition now is who can sell you the best of the good cars rather than the, the cheapest of the crappiest, you know. Right, right. I was a proud owner of a Dodge Colt when Joe took me off to treatment, right? Yeah, and it was pockmarked with hail. Got a good deal. Hailstones. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing about it was, if you would have traded it in, if you could have got a total for hail, it would have cost about a thousand bucks anyway. Uh, Andy and I detailed that car for Pat. I mean, we spent mm-hmm. weeks on that thing, really? cleaning <laughs> every nook and and the in mm-hmm. the trunk there were you know three year old Sunday newspapers and uh, <laughs> yes. and it was just horrid. And then, but I got it looking about as perfect as I could without removing the hail dents. And then Pat gave it to somebody he met at the secret government mission. <laughs> yeah, I let her. I let this gal, she got out of treatment. She didn't have a car. And I she and I said, yeah, well, you can use my car for a week. It's over there in the parking ramp. And uh, she called me one night about five, six nights into it. It didn't sound too sober. And I said, uh, you bring that car back. Right? <laughs> the, the theme here wasn't to get out of treatment and go drive around in my Dodge Colt Amber. That's not a good idea. Anyway. But... Uh, I got her back and couldn't wait to get rid of it, to be honest. Hey, uh, Not a, uh, did you hear the story, yes. Joe? Uh, Pat's done a Fort Myers covering the Twins. Uh, the, the Cubs had a little bit of a, an issue with the law over the weekend, Joe. I don't know if you saw this story, oh, but yeah. a minor league baseball player <laughs> is facing drug charges after police found 21 pounds of methamphetamine and 1.2 pounds of oxycodone pills in his Chicago Cubs team-issued duffel bag. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Who was the individual? Did they name him? Uh, Yeah, they did, but I did not recognize him at all. His name is Jesus Camargo Corrales of Tempe, Arizona. Uh, Is he now a former Cub? Have we... uh... Have we taken action as of yet? I would assume so, since he is in the Eagle County uh, jail uh, as we speak, Patrick. Mm-hmm. So I would assume he is a former uh, Chicago Not gonna make it out. How many pounds of meth? Twenty-one. How many? How do you? Twenty-one. How do you? What? What is meth? Is it a liquid? I don't know. It's made out of gasoline, right? Well, Rook, check check out the photo here. Here's the the picture of the the 21 pounds of methamphetamine. That's the pills right there, and there's just Cubs yeah, duffel bag. It's a great marketing for the Cubs to have that <laughs> Cubs bag sitting right next to the pounds. Hey, of everybody, it's so meth night. Meth takes its so toll we, on your teeth. Yeah, yep. It's bad yes, for the it choppers. does. It's bad for teeth. But so when you uh, so you you take it in pill form mostly. No, it's in. I think free. Rock form, like a because uh, you heat it up, I believe. Yeah, you got to heat yeah. it. Well, I mean, and I only know this from watching it on movies. I've never right. done it. Breaking I think bad. it's a bad drug. Yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Yeah. I think it's a bad. Drug. I think you're high the first time that you get it is so uh, wonderful, and that's why you just forget all reality. Yeah. You're trying to get back to that high, but you never do. You know, uh, you mentioned that meth is bad for teeth. You know what? Also, it's bad for is radio careers. That's yeah, true. that That's one true. that'll that'll sideline you right away. I would think and so. I, it's a spiral. I think it gives you bad breath too, right? When yeah, the uh, cops yeah, you're not. when the cops pull you over and they look at you and you got no teeth and your bad breath's bad, they don't have to guess what you're right. right. They can assume you're, uh, quickly. You're I don't know. You know what? Jeff is just a good old fashioned elky. 
Yep. I tried to smoke a little par- marijuana and couldn't handle it. And the Coke, I couldn't afford it. And the, <laughs> the other stuff, I just never took LSD. I kind of wish I'd taken some LSD once. I'm really glad you did that. Yeah, I'm happy. I can't, Good uh, choice. Good choice. I can't imagine just, what that might have been like. Good choice just to me. see what it would have been like. Yeah. You know, it would been. I'm floating. <laughs> I'm floating. <laughs> I'm a lizard. <laughs> A sizzling piece of bacon. Why are there big elephants in this room? What is the modern day equivalent of LSD? I have no idea. Where's Kenny? I think think, uh, acid. I think if you, yeah, you just, you drop that pill. Well, LSD is acid. Acid. So there is still acid around? Oh, yeah. You're you're making me nervous here wondering about all this stuff. Oh, no. I'm just curious. I am very lonely in the fort. Yes. I (laughs) I need some acid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man joe huh i got a movie for you okay wow yeah. did uh the uh carrie yes. mulligan movie uh what's the name of it again uh, uh i don't know ask your imaginary friend that's watching it with <laughs> no, you no no <laughs> no rookie i mean uh reavers what's yeah. the name uh carrie uh, mulligan i'm on it that she's nominated for it. Uh, uh, pulling it up, new movie. Let's see. You know that movie Mank about Herman Mankiewicz? Yes. I gave that twenty oh, minutes. I didn't. I thought yeah, it was one it, of the worst things was, I've ever seen. It was annoying. Yeah. It was annoying. Is it I promising young it. women? Promising young woman. W- woman. Yes. Okay. Yes, promising young woman. It's. It's not a romantic adventure, I can tell you about this. Boy, is it uh, It is very good, though. I thought it was terrific in a morbid sort of way. Can I get uh, it, uh, saying it into my microphone? I think so. I paid four ninety five for it last night, and it's a year old, so it should be floating around there. You might have to pay for it. But, uh, promising young it, woman. It, promising young woman. All right. It does not cast... Malehood in a great light, a young, rowdy malehood in a great light. Let's Patrick, it, it gets a tomato meter on RottenTomatoes.com, 90%, and audience score bag of popcorn, 87%. Wow. So it's highly thought of. Oh, yeah. Well, it is, it's nominated, it's, and it's, uh, she's nominated, and she's a hell of an actor. She's really good. Is it set and, in the uh, modern era? Is it set today? Yes, yes, it's a modern era, and... Uh, she was she she was a promising young woman in medical school, and then uh, an incident occurred, and uh, she's working in a coffee shop or something, and uh-huh. we'll go from there. And, uh, it's a it's a shock ending too, I might add, but uh, it's uh, it is I thought excellent. I was looking for my the best movie I've seen this year because I've seen so few. And of course, you know, last year I put you on JoJo Rabbit. I don't know if you finished it, did you? No. Uh, I should I? try to tell you. Oh, JoJo Rabbit's great. JoJo it's a Rabbit. Hitler's, JoJo Rabbit. It's a Hitler spoof. Oh, I did. I did, Pat. I did. I did. Yeah. 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 I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a wicked satire. Uh, it's always been very appealing. You know, um, got any Hitler's dog jokes in it from uh, <laughs> Norm Macdonald or no? <laughs> what? Norm Macdonald. Did you guys see that? Um, who was Jimmy Glick? Did you see the? Did I tell you about the Jimmy Glick interview with Mel Brooks? 
No. What? What's your? The one of Jimmy Glick's question was like, "What's your big problem with Hitler?" <laughs> and you know, but he never, you know, you never know what questions coming. Jimmy and Mel Brooks, who's ninety, what he's doing, looks at him and says. I thought he was rude. <laughs> you can't, you can't beat Mel Brooks because he had Carl Reiner throwing that stuff at him for, you know, forty years. Right, the right. two thousand year old man, which is the greatest spontaneous humor ever. It's Mel Brooks never knew what was coming when Reiner asked him those questions. Pat, our wild cannot beat the Avs. Well, they did once. Did they go out? Didn't they go out there like in an individual game, though, kind of at the start of their hot streak and beat them six to two? I thought Didn't that they was here. Hammer them one night. They hammer. Was it here? I thought it was out there. I don't know. They sure maybe, didn't have maybe a, it was had a bad here. weekend in uh, in, Ooh, in uh, five Colorado. to one and six to nothing. Yeah. And the five to one game, they gave up fifty five shots. Yep. So, uh, that was that was bad. When do they play again? They got to play tonight. Right? Tonight. Tonight they got the they Anaheim's. Uh, three straight games, right? Don't they get to play them three straight games? I looked. Looking up the schedule as we speak. What an odd schedule. Because they played Arizona three straight, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. All at home. All right? at home, yep. Weird, weird. I think they got a bunch here in a row with a bad anti team. So. Uh, I, I think as long as as long as they're not playing the abs, they're okay, right? Yeah. Seems to be. They are tonight, Anaheim, uh, and then... Uh, what is that? Wednesday, Anaheim, and then St. Louis. It's a three-game oh, home series, but St. Louis comes. Ooh, they to haven't town. played the Blue okay, yet, so have they played? They haven't played I the Blue. So, no. Joe, what do you think of the back? I mean, it's obviously a completely screwed-up schedule. But what do you think the back-to-back? What do you think of the pros playing hockey series like, uh, like, like it's a WCHA weekend or something? It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You're, I don't like it. Yeah. I, but what are you going to do? It is, it's it's hard to get used to it. How about Minnesota's college men's hockey teams? Though all five of them in the NCAA tournament, amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, are you upset, Reavers, that they put the Gophers and your Mavs in the same region? That's no, so I'm not, because we're going to take out the Gophers in the second round. That's what we're going to do, Pat. We, I think, if your Mavs ever win a first round game, you'll you'll see a whole new attitude when the NCAA tournament comes in. Who do you get? Who do you have this year in the opener? Uh, Quinnipiac. They play Quinnipiac on either oh, Friday God, or no. Saturday. I can't remember. Dear God in heaven, <laughs> don't let Mike Hastings lose another first rounder to Quinnipiac or somebody like that. Come on. Let's go out Let's there, go get here. six goals, beat them six to one, and then win the NCAA tournament. Poor Mankato, Joe. They've had some great teams, and they never won a first-round tournament game. And uh, they, the, the stick gets a little tight when they give up that first one, I think. And if we end up winning it all, I will head down to Mankato to riot with my fellow brethren down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I expected to see you on Miami Beach this week with the youth. Oh, we were talking how about is, that. How did, <laughs> how did the curfew work out last night? Uh, did they uh, pay much attention to it? No, Pat. We were talking about this earlier. What? What? Why such violence? What? Don't they have better things to do down there? <laughs> yeah, aren't they? I mean, spring break is not about fighting, is it? No, it's about it's, loving. It's about get. 
it's about getting in piles, but not to fight. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's not, uh, yeah. I, who was battling with whom? Was it? I, I don't know how it all started. Uh, I don't know, but Kenny did respond. I had sent uh, Mr. Olson a text that said, Royce, he wants to know what today's equivalent of LSD would be. He responded with ecstasy, but it makes you horny, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the whole purpose, right? I guess so, yes. Whoa, that's, uh, listen to that. Yeah. I know. I don't know a lot about drug, drugs. I'd be a good pharmacist for a drug addict. Sure, I'll get you some. Why not? Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. Percocet? Yeah, Percocet. Percocet. Yeah, we got Once, here's, here's a few. Uh, I, quick sad I note to pass along. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Pat. Go oh, ahead. sad. Give me the sad note. Uh, Elgin Baylor has passed away from natural oh, causes no. at the age of 86 years old. The oh, Los Angeles no, Lakers no. have just announced. The last great Minneapolis Laker, uh, Elgin Baylor. It's, yep. uh, that, is, uh, that is sad. He was... You know, he played here two years, and then the team, then the franchise moved out west, and he became a uh, legend. But he was, uh, he had, uh, I think he set a playoff scoring record uh, playing for the Minneapolis Lakers, 50-some points. Uh, But, uh, yeah, he was, uh, you know, probably uh, Hammer Modano, the greatest athlete to uh, get moved out of town, I would think. Elgin Baylor or Madonna, one of those two. Was, uh, you know, and you had a you had a young superstar, and then he left town. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, we we don't say they don't tell us why, huh? Do you, do you, do you move back and forth from the microphone? No, I try not to. I haven't like. Uh, I would give this a good eight inches in front of me right now. Well, right eight now you inches. sound perfect, but sometimes you that'll just get your, that'll get your away. attention. Not, okay, okay, all right. No, no, you're you're fine. Right yeah, now. you're good. You're good. You're okay, good. so you so my Elgin tribute didn't come in too good. No, it, we got it. We yeah, got it. We but got it her. faded a little okay. bit. It faded a little bit. All right. Well, you know. I don't have one of those stands where you stand there. Some people have the stand now where they just stand there. Yeah. Look and keep the phone in a current. We rely on uh, my uh, my my concentration, which occasionally drifts, and pretty soon the phone's a foot and a half away. But that <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you know, things you know. happen. Uh, yeah, uh, it does. Social media-wise, I follow someone on Instagram called Rad Dad. And Rad mm-hmm. Dad has just put out um, something. I'll read what it says. Emergency hot dog that heats up when you crack it like a glow stick. <laughs> and Rad Dad says, this is beyond science. <laughs> so you would, you know, if you're, if you're in an emergency situation, you're on the side of the Okay, your lights go out. Yep, your you lights pull go out in your car and you need something to eat. You just crack the hot dog and it heats up like and a glow cooks. stick. Yes, it and you cooks. consume it. <laughs> yes. There might be... And- this is proposed, or this is out there. I, I think somebody is is uh, trying to spur some developments, uh, telling somebody <laughs> make this science happen for me because it sounds like a great so idea. So much like there when, might be, 
There might be more chemicals in there than he would prefer, however. It'll keep you alive. So, Rook, what you're saying is much like when Joe called Royce to say, we have to invest in fiat stock years Boom. ago. <laughs> Pat, I got an idea. Heat up hot dogs. Glow stick Glow hot, stick dogs. hot dogs. I haven't cashed in that fiat stock yet. Have you, Joe? Oh, Hell yeah. no, I'm letting it grow, baby. Well, I am too. I got I got Sharkman up in Toronto. Dude. I got him on it with me, and we became partners. I think we got I think we split it. I think we got ten grand worth between the two of us. I don't I don't know how we're doing. So you're trying I've to make pretty it much international. <laughs> international, you know. No, because I had no uh, I had no easy. I knew he was you know dabbled in the stock markets, right. and I just. I, I just wanted to do it quick. I wanted to do it while it was hot. To hell with <laughs> to hell with hot stock. To yep. hell with Bitcoin. We're doing fiat. Right, yep. right. Fiat no. and hot dogs. I'm going to call him the Jerryan right now after the show and say, "Look into this for me." You could take me into a six-hour seminar where it is explained at the kindergarten level, and I wouldn't understand Bitcoin. Me too. Me too. I have no, I want money. I just got done having the wife when she came down, bring the bills so I could write out the checks. Yep. And Bitcoin, you don't do it that way. I take the, I take it. Right. Nope. You said it. it like, it's, it's like Venmo. Different. It's like Venmo. If, if I oh, it's like that too. It's like Venmo too. Okay. If right. Can you take Venmo. Bitcoin into a store and buy something? Yes. You can't. Well, it's, it would be on your phone. But there oh, are places it. that do accept Bitcoin as currency. Yes, there are. Yeah. Here's Never my mind. Bitcoin. <laughs> how much and, do I owe you? And how do we know that somebody hasn't got a phony program in there to suck well, you in? There huh? are. You do Pat. need to be cautious. In fact, Mr. Money Talk explained that very thing last week. Well, I, uh, I'm i not Mr. Money Talk. But, yes. Uh, uh, Pat, somebody <laughs> on uh, social media said... Uh, 11 years ago, my account was hacked. I had $25,000 in Bitcoin. It would be worth a billion dollars today. So somebody hacked into his account, stole 25 k worth of Bitcoin. You know, he couldn't trace it or anything like that. But today, that would be worth a billion dollars. How do we know he isn't full of dog poop? Well, and that's he's true. lying to us. You know, you know those nerds, nerds really don't have a sense of humor. As Joe and I both learned in our journalism school, why is this SOB lying to me? That's the question you should. That's the question you should ask. Why is this SOB lying to me? So, anyway, if I invested, if I invested in fiat stock thirty years ago, what would it be worth today? Four point eight billion dollars. No, I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's right. I don't want to make you feel. All bad. right. Wait a minute. Wait All a right, minute. You got me curious what? now. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go get the fiat stock price for today. Oh well, then okay, we got to get the sounder if we're going to do this. We're story. merged with who? Who are we merged with these days? Chrysler. Oh, Chrysler, that, Maserati. Uh, you name yeah. it. Ooh. Not at all. You think yeah. we could cash it in and for a Maz? I'll give you my stock. You give me a Maz. How's that? Just a minute. Hang on. Investing is easy. Now's the time to invest. Invest now. Time now for Joe and Pat's piping hot stock tank. <laughs> Low money. Pat, we're making money. I think we bought it at thirteen. It's at sixteen dollars and ninety-two cents. Wow. Yep. Yep. Hey, seventy-eight dollars. 
<laughs> bite me, Bitcoin. Coin. I got, uh, I got fiat stock. Yeah, so you guys are baby. sticking it to the man. It looks like we I are. see your stock <laughs> order here. Right. Between the two of you, <laughs> you have seventy-eight dollars of. That's that's how far ahead you are. Have fun with that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Thirty-eight each, right? Okay. That's better than we. That's better than we did. <laughs> Better than we've done on most of our mutual stocks, so yeah. that's good. I bet you were a little. Why nervous. do you think we're still doing this? Because <laughs> right. we didn't make any really good investments. But you got no, nervous when she went true. down to six. That was the lowest it's been in fifty-two weeks. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what happened to the wife. She just took a bottle of wine out of the place and said, "It pointed upstairs." I guess she went to visit the neighbor. Okay. That'll- That'll that'll work out okay, I'm sure. Yeah. We can boy, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna suffer a heartbreaking defeat in the game of flaws when she gets back from that, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that sounds like it's a slow burn. <laughs> well, as Kenny suggested, maybe you should pick up some ecstasy on the way home then. <laughs> can you just go say yeah? Be like uh be like Toad in uh die in uh, what American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Give me a call. Bottle Harper magazine and some ecstasy, and a Three Musketeers. Well, no, maybe you head yes. over, head over to the uh, Chicago Cubs camp, and you can pick some up from that uh, prospect <laughs> yeah, that just uh, had oh all my that God, stuff. The jokes on him. are going to be coming pretty soon. Yeah. That. All right. All right I think we did a good job for him, Joe. I think we I think did so. real good today, and uh, they too. got all they, they got their money's worth. So yeah, get on with life here. Turn on TV quick. Watch the Big Ten fall on its ass again. It's uh, quite a quite a tournament for those frauds. All right, that's what we'll do. <laughs> See ya. All See right. ya, Thank you. Thank you. If the sewer line running from your house to the city line gets really clogged, it can cause sewage to back up into your home. You don't want that. Bonfi does drain and sewer services to help get things flowing again and to help make sure you don't have a sewage backup. Bonfi can repair or replace your sewer line, or they can put in a new liner inside of your old sewer pipe, making it like new again. If you have a sewer or drain problem, better call Bonfi. When you tell the folks at Bonfi Royce sent you, you can save $150 off an intensive sewer line cleaning. If you want the best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's professionalturf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-term fertilizers, then visit professionalturf.com. And you know what? While you're on the website, Take a close look at their landscape projects, and don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system, too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one stop for exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, professionalturf.com. Everyone has gone mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and they have their 16 for you. Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage. At the best price, by the way, the difference is that the Canopy Group has options. They continue to use their 16 different companies to match with you, the company providing the best coverage at the best price. 
Christ. They do this year in and year out. They just moved me and saved me a bundle. I am a believer. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. Sure bet is the Canopy Group saving you on an average 810 on your home. That's $810 on your home and auto insurance. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Thecanopygroup.com. Hey, it's Reavers here once again for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. And Josh has a very simple question for you, and it's, do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds, and there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, no what you own and make sure you tune into garage logic every tuesday and thursday for mr money talks report you're going to hear it from himself that's right josh joins us every tuesday and thursday in garage logic trust is often overused and it's even harder to find please you can take it from me that you can trust josh give him a call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608 that's 952-925-5608 investment advisor services offered by josh arnold investment consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.